Well, welcome to Lizard Lickers. Howdy. <laughs> I think my voice broke halfway through that too. Jesus. That's, welcome to Lizard oh, Lickers. Oh, welcome. If you if you remember of uh, I don't know, a, a two, three months ago Something maybe like I that. took a random trip down to Louisville and I picked up four random beers from four random breweries down there. Well, this last week, I just spent the entire week in fucking Columbus, and I'll tell you right now, there's not a reason to go to Columbus, but I did the same thing. Oh, so yeah. So, we have the- Wait, you're forgetting- Ohio- Sampler. There it goes. Yeah, the Ohio sampler. What, what am I forgetting? The, the, what, yeah, that's what, what I was well, going to say. Okay. Why'd you have to cut me off? He, cu- he cut you off. What I, what I discovered, the though, the, the beer trail they have. Yeah, but that was like- 30 different breweries. Yeah. And I was there for work. No. It's time to party. Apparently you get free yes, beer if you, you go through a, all of you them. You put a message in the in our group chat about a like 30 brewery long craft beer trail. And you're able to get a so stamp like everywhere and then you get like a free yeah. beer or something after all of it. Well, I you think. know what? It's about five hours to Columbus. So why don't we get in the fucking car and just go? Go for the trail. The trail. Yeah. yeah, we're going to die on the it's way there. It's like that movie that we snow. watched like last yeah. year with that we guy. will not make it. We will not make it. It's like that no, movie with Simon Pegg. We're gonna Peg. die somewhere in between Indianapolis and Ohio. We're just or not just Ohio, but Columbus. Columbus. We're not gonna, gonna make die. it. Bert's somewhere gonna... in the middle there. It's 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 over. Bert's if we do make it, it'll be like it'll be like. And then that we're gonna movie. get butt fucked by MAGA like cannibals or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere out there. <laughs> A lot of red hats, but um, red so, red yeah, hats I are coming. Their red hats are coming, and I. uh I picked out a sampler for us. There are four different breweries. Well, well, yeah, we have four different breweries, but we have two beers from one brewery. That's going to be our, our final, or our, I'm sorry, our, our bonus beer at the end. But um, it's just, it's not just from Columbus. It's sort of from the entire Ohio area. We got a couple from Columbus. We got a couple from Cleveland and like another one from somewhere else. I don't quite remember. But our first beer and brewery it's called Wolf Ridge Brewing. Oh, yeah. The beer is called Daybreak, and it is a coffee vanilla cream ale. Now, so good. cream ales have been... Half and half. Not so great lately. Well, should I even say lately? I don't. Have we haven't really had many. I feel show. like we've had four. Yeah. Last time like- we had a couple, and none of them have been great. So hey, hopefully this is the one that breaks the mold. So last time we had one was like last year, dude. Last year, dude. Uh, That's okay. I don't know how to feel about it. It Tastes like watered down coffee. Good with the vanilla. I feel like it's question mark. It's not bad, but it's like I don't know. I think you just don't like cream ales. I think I like this one though. I feel like coffee creamer with my yellow beer. What the, the hell? Best cream ale I can remember. One thing that is really throwing me off is you get a really strong like coffee bean yeah. flavor. Yeah. In a really yellow beer. In a really yellow and clear beer. Yep. And that's kind of throwing me off a little bit because those are just things. Oh, it's got a strong ale taste too. They're definitely saved for stouts, if you ask me, like this kind of taste. 
It kind of reminds well, yeah, me of I mean, that's why it's bittersweet yeah. from left hand a little bit, just like a strong bean flavor. But yeah, that's a stout. Because it's it, it definitely like I'm getting. This is one of those where I feel like the uh, the the description on the can is like super on the nose. Like it's yeah. just coffee, vanilla, and cream, and those are the three flavors I'd absolutely associate with this. And I'm kind of digging it, actually. It's like, not bad. It's it's different. It's different. I'll, I'll give you that. Like if you do a vanilla and coffee and like a stout, which is what you would normally see those flavors. Yeah. Have, obviously, it would taste different. But I don't know. This is I'm, I'm kind of digging it, really. It, it it's something way different for what cream ales for what cream ales usually has been with us slash what we what they're capable of which has never been positive at least on the show this Not could have sure. been bad this could have been really 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 bad this is pretty good not like oh my god i now like cream ales like no not at all it's more like okay this is this is good what else you got kind of thing like it, it's it's a it's a nice surprise. Definitely, I wasn't expecting this to be good at all. It's well balanced, and it's not too much cream either. And they didn't put too much like this importance is, on the ale part either. Like they could have. This is definitely the beer that like I bought it knowing that this was like a coin flip. Yeah. Because cream ales, like we have not had a good experience with that. Maybe there are some great ones out there, but the ones we've had. And it's been three or four have have not been great. Yeah. Um, so this was definitely the coin flip one of the bunch, and I dig it. I kind of want to see a brewery specializing. Well, I remember ales. the Sun King one. That was like the best beer out of the whole brewery. So that one was okay. And that one, well, that was a horrible showing by Sun King. We honestly, I feel like we need to give Sun King another shot because that showing was so bad. Maybe we just like picked four bad no, I, I mean so. a lot of those are their staples I think Bert bought that one okay no, I'm just, I, I think when it comes to <laughs> okay. Sun King okay the thing is I, okay. all, no, I think I, when it like, comes to Sun King I think it's good as we gonna staples get. though well we have Windmill staples are amazing. Pale Dutch Blue is yeah. the best pale ale I've ever had in my life. And it's, it's two if by Citra, three if by Citra. He's also good too from there. To Wolf Ridge, this um, Daybreak. I will say yeah. that, I mean, just to sum up what I said before, like, this has kind of renewed my hope in cream ales because everything that we've had before with cream ales, they've been kind of horrible and it is a deterrence but the way the coffee and the vanilla kind of play together where the coffee i would argue is probably the strongest flavor but the mm -hmm. vanilla and the cream are definitely present the way that they yeah. kind of play off each other ends in a pretty satisfying way and i remember in the other cremails we've had where it's kind of finished a little funky I don't really yeah. see yeah. tarts. It's more like funky, like, you know, it's milk that's been left out for a day or two. Like, they finish kind of weird. And this doesn't do that. 
I, I think the finish is uh, there are like hints of like a weirdness, but it kind of gets it, it, it gets uh, ironed over. And I think it finishes well. I think the weirdness is where like where does the vanilla end and the cream begin? Maybe that's where you're tasting the weirdness. Yeah, because yeah. I think that the vanilla and cream, in my opinion, is a little over is a little like overkill because it's like those are not necessarily similar flavors, but I don't know. I think cream and vanilla are a little bit in the same kind of family as opposed to something like maybe there, there was chocolate and cream or something. I think because those are very more comes forward in the mouth feel a little bit because it yeah. does have sort of yeah. a, a creamier feel to it than your average IPA. So yep. I, I feel like that's sort of where it's coming. I think the way I like this one more than other cream ales is that not to put the other ones on blast. I feel like this has some thought put into it on how they made it. Mm -hmm. The other ones, I always feel like that cream ales are like an afterthought, in my opinion, which is why I kind of want to see if there's ever like someone or a brewery who like loves cream ales, but they're like, no one knows how to fucking make them. So I want a cream ale brewery and like have them have like amazing cream ales. Like that would be a really cool like never before done kind of thing, or at least that I haven't heard of yet. There's a lot of thought behind it. Uh, it's not uh, by thought. The the importance with like cream ales with me, I feel like people don't really know like the balance with cream ales. Sometimes they add too much cream in the end, or sometimes it's not enough. And it also depends on all the other kind of flavors that they put in this. But this beer, I think it, they have it like perfect. That's not to say that it's like, to me it's the best cream ale yet. Well, that's not to say like they perfected it. I'm sure there's other cream ales that are Probably. better out there or along the same lines like this. But it reminds me of like uh, this beer reminds me of like Rare Eagle from Byway. It's kind of like that territory, but Rare Eagle's more like the stout kind of territory. And the reason it also reminds me of Rare Eagles because it's like it's a summer stout. It's it basically looks like yellow beer, but it's actually a stout. And it's got a lot of the similar flavors other than like. Rare Eagle has like cinnamon in it and like um, a little bit of chocolate, but other than that, it does have some cream and it has like the whole kind of stout territory. But this is a good, this is a good cream ale that bashes the kind of territory of like stout and ale territory kind of it thing. Does, yeah. But it's, it's sort of, it's sort of like it, it kind of. I don't want to say blurs the lines because they're definitely very different kinds of beers, but they use yeah. similar flavors, right? Vanilla yeah. and coffee. You see those in stouts almost exclusively. And Man. seeing it in yellow but, beer is different. And it, it sort of works in this case. Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. But, yeah, like I said, it's it's the best cream ale I've had. Other than the ones we've had on the show and other than the ones I've had outside of the show. So there's been a couple others that I forget. I mean, I, I can't even tell reason. you the amount of cream ales I've had. But this one's probably going to stay in my memory probably a little bit longer. Yeah, this has definitely yeah. been the best. Yeah, and I'm excited to try the other one. Yeah. Wow. 
I mean, a Sierra Nevada can make it work. I'm excited to try this. So Wolf Ridge, I wonder if they're out of yeah. Columbus, Ohio. Um, I'll quickly read their little bio. It says, at Wolf quickly. Ridge, we believe that attention to detail, coupled with quality ingredients, can transform a simple beer into something truly special. At the same there time, you go. we're always thinking of ways we can push the boundaries of what our customers have come to expect from us. We continually search we're we're continually in search of unique flavor profiles, unusual combinations, and novel twists on classic styles. Wow. So they are out of Columbus. The daybreak is five percent alcohol by volume. It has fourteen IBUs. And a quick description, just as the break of a new day ushers in un or ushers in endless possibilities, this provocative variant of our popular clear sky cream ale awakens new and intriguing tastes we infuse our pre-prohibition style ale with light roast beans from columbus's own one line coffee in addition to robust vanilla we result in an aroma that defies convention and a flavor that opens up like the new morning i'm glad I didn't read this later in the show because there's a lot of big words and a lot of sentence structure in there. Whoa, a lot of sentence structure. But that's Yeah, I kind of like how Daybreak's named after coffee. You have that in the morning. I, I like that. Yeah. yeah, and also, apparently they have a that, like, this beer is a variant. So it makes you want to try so that this means clear the sky original. Cream the original. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It may, almost makes me want to try that, for sure. Very nice. What do we want to do next? Do we do so do we want to go like ale IPA? So if we want to do an IPA next, we have either Elvis Brew Juice. Brew oh, okay, dog, Elvis yeah. Juice. So our next beer uh in our Ohio sampler is called yeah. um here, let me get let me Elvis get Juice fanfare going here. There it goes. The Brew Dog. Um, it's not called Brew Dog. The name of That's the a brewery is called Brew Dog. The name of the beer is called Elvis Juice. Um, I will hey, say get, that oh. just based on like how distribution goes, I would think that BrewDog might be the biggest brewery we have today. Well, you, because, I think um, we can get this yeah, where we can. live. I have seen and I've this had it out here before. in Indiana, um, yeah. which is not something I'd say for any of the other beers we have tonight. So they definitely have the largest distribution. So this is arguably the biggest brewery we've had but this is called elvis juice it's a grapefruit infused ipa and i will say that if you smell this beer it fucking smells like grapefruit juice so hopefully that oh, flavor yeah. translates in a nice way but we're gonna find out think it and sing it boys mm. it's strong it is. dude i mean it's pretty solid this is like at least 30% grapefruit juice. Mm -hmm. I'd say 70% beer and 30% grapefruit. Son of a grapefruit, man. That's not a bad ratio. And you know what's weird, it's a, though? Is it's got the malt. aftertaste is grapefruit. Like, the aftertaste is not beer <laughs> at all. It does <laughs> not finish like grapefruit. a beer. It is grapefruit <laughs> juice, dude. 
like El Shandito, dude, that's amazing. bro. Like I was like more liquor, bro. I was I was thinking, what what the fuck? The aftertaste is that more it's grapefruit, grapefruit than juice, all the dude. Like if you just oh, squeeze out, geez. if you cut a grapefruit in half and just squeeze the sh- the juice out and then drink it, that is the aftertaste, dude. Jesus it is one hundred percent just a grapefruit. That's you actually kind of amazing. I think this show made me appreciate grapefruit more because we'd have grapefruit flavor. Oh, beers. grapefruit is so underrated, man. Grapefruit yeah. is is a tier one citrus. Bert's sure. gonna make love to grapefruit sure. now. Yeah, dude, I already tier came in like seven grapefruit. grapefruits like today. You know what's better than a grapefruit? A melon. Kiwis. Kiwis are very kiwis are so good as well. I feel like people have a bad, but a I bad always love kiwis. kiwis because they're hairy. Yeah, no, just Either because they're a or bitch or to open. They like are you, kind you of difficult want, to eat. They're just kind of oh. a bitch to like perfectly no, 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 no. skin. This is how you do a kiwi: you cut it in half, right? Then you take and a, get spoon a spoon and you just scoop that yeah. shit. That's I know it's, it's just like a watermelon. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just lazy, you know. I mean, Bro, unless you're making a fruit salad with it. Yeah, I mean, dude, you know what? Fine. You know what? Forget about even cutting it. Just take, take a the bite spoon out of it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just take a bite out of the whole thing. Tempting. But yeah, this um, this, this beer, is so good. It is very good. It is. You know the as thing I is, said it earlier. says brewed in. No, sorry. No, go ahead, Bert. Go ahead, Bert. Man, it says it's brewed in Ohio, but I was looking up the website. They have one based in Indianapolis. They'll ship oh, this so they have like another. Wait, they have another brewery and like, do they have a brew pub in Indianapolis? Yeah, that's what it's saying. But they sell oh, this okay. beer, and and the thing is, you can have this shipped to you to a lot of places. Like they'll ship. Well, maybe that explains like, why from we get some in Indiana. Well, not just Indiana, like, like certain states, like a lot of states actually were saying. Malty as fuck. Is it malty? There's a lot of malt in this. That's what it says yeah. on the can. That's malt what helps beverage. the grapefruit flavor is the malt. See, I'm not the bur- picking the out malt. The burnt word. Is that word. kind of like the mild sweetness in the aftertaste? Is that what it is? That's what I'm thinking like it is. is not sweet. Well, I mean, it's kind of it's, sweet, but it is, the aftertaste it... is like tangy and stuff. It's more so, of like the little bit of... A grapefruit is sweet if you put sugar on it. Yeah, it's Grapefruits are not naturally sweet. No, naturally they're pretty tart. Yeah. yeah. Not tart There's like a tartness. lemon. But no, they're, like, they're right there in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The tart hits after like the beer. The tart hits like in the aftertaste pretty much. But um, I'm trying to like describe malt. Like malt's... I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of weird just to like trying to wrap my head around how to describe malts. I mean, I don't need like, like, I know malts to me are kind of like a hint of sweetness, but it's not like just like glucose sweetness. It's like sweetness that has kind of a. It's kind of like flowery. Yeah. Flowery flowery kind of sweetness woody sometimes like it's it's uh it's an inherent super light sweetness and yeah i feel like that it's kind of like kind of taste malts a lot it's kind of like wheat but sweet that's not a bad way to put it honestly like it's 
the most tamed and light sweetness you can think of, but it also has like an earthy background to it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I can sort of pick that out in here. Like, the grapefruit's making it hard, though. It's really prominent. The yeah, the yeah. the the grapefruit is really front and center. It's really like grapefruit. And That's all this is. Almost. What? Yeah, that's There's, grapefruit taking no, control. No, no, no. There's a whole lake. I'll just read you the headline. Brewdog loses latest trademark battle over Elvis Juice Beer. Scottish <laughs> brewer Brewdog has lost its latest legal battle with Elvis yep. Presley's estate over the EU intellectual property office opposed to its trademark application for its Elvis juice beer. So they tried to use Elvis in the title and Elvis's estate said, fuck, no, you're not doing that. Oh, man. So you know what you're that, trying like, to say. They got to pay out. Like for every six pack of this beer they they sell, they gotta pay out the Elvis's estate. Holy crap! Oh my god, <laughs> the king lives. That's, that's kind of funny. That's that kind is. of funny. That sucks for the brewery, but that's kind of. Funny. The thing is, that's what happens though. Who the hell else is named Elvis? Like, who do you? No one. I mean, no that is part of the reason why I bought the beer. Why? Like, yeah. I mean, okay, You're number thinking, one was great grapefruit infused IPA. That was the first thing that got me. Yeah, but yeah. the second thing was Elvis juice. Okay, yeah. That, that was like number two. In dude, I look. Dude, I like how they advertise. When you go to their website, the first thing they advertise yeah. is, the is that brute. Yeah, well, other than that, it's. I saw also that they have a craft brewery hotel. You could sleep Do in they? the craft brewery. Yes. The world's first craft <laughs> beer hotel. Holy crap. Yeah. That's what they have when I was in Columbus. <laughs> oh my god. Ex exactly. I the world's first in Columbus too? Yes, yeah, it's it in says Columbus. the world's first craft beer Bert's hotel. Like, Brewdog Bert's like dog the house. Columbus will greet you each morning with aromas of gently fermenting Voters? I don't know what that word this, means. Even before you head down to breakfast, so you wake up to the smell of beer. Yep, dude. <laughs> this is where we're gonna. This, we where, go we're gonna, this dude, is where we're gonna spend we the night when to. we go to Sonic Temple. I was beaming earlier about going to fucking Columbus, but now we might have to because there's yeah. a fucking Columbus, uh, the craft beer hotel, dude. And we gotta stay there, dude. Austin's gonna Dude, like that is that is. I there's gonna be a day that I bought this and I didn't know. There's gonna be a day know, where man. Austin doesn't want to go to Sonic Temple. He's just gonna stay at this hotel. Sonic Temple. Drink all the beer. It's in Columbus, Columbus too. too. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know, bro. What the no, heck, bro? Know. That's amazing. All right. Come on, bro. Oh, man, you guys can camp at camp out and sweat it out on the campgrounds. <laughs> I'm staying at the craft beer hotel, man. Are you no, kidding I'm going me? to the craft beer hotel. doing their like sixth hour of their set. I will just hang out at the craft beer hotel, man. That, that, that's, well, that's not happening anymore. Now it's probably going to be Tool doing two sets. Who even Ew. knows? Like, have have they even announced lineups for? The no, they canceled it already. They said it's canceled already. They did finally. cancel it already. Yeah, we're we're coming strong for 2022. <laughs> Beer, though. It is a Wonderful. damn drinkable IPA. It mm -hmm. feels really 
It, it honestly, it doesn't feel like an IPA. And I, actually, I don't think it is. I think it's an APA, actually. Um, yes. Kind. Well, it says IPA. Oh, it American. says IPA, then. It says American IPA, so... I don't know. I, I rather America. Like, but the reason why I say it doesn't taste like an IPA is, like, the hop flavor is really muted when yeah. it's contrasted with a really strong grapefruit juice flavor malt yeah and it's just a damn I've, drinkable ipa man you i still think this it's whole thing and not like even think about think about it, it. like i still think it's a, a though. like yeah. most ipas especially like grapefruit ones this is might be because like the grapefruit dead is one of the ones that always stick out to me but that's like a double ipa yeah. Yep, it is. So that thing's yeah. dry, and then there's that tangy grapefruit that kind of makes it even drier. Yeah. But this is, like, refreshing, especially for grapefruit, which isn't, like, as much as I love grapefruit, that's not a refreshing fruit, if you ask me. Like, citrus in general. It's too tart. It's too tart. Yeah, it's not yeah. refreshing. It's good. It's just not like, ah. Like, if I had a strawberry beer, that sounds refreshing. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of 18th Street, I I did the uh, Hunter Orange and Coconut. Oh yeah, Is that good. Coconut. Orange and coconut. Orange. The orange was very disappointing because it barely. It tastes like Hunter, with oh, like with orange, a little bit of an orange zest, which was yeah. not great. The coconut one was good, but not even like as amazing as I thought it was going to be. I thought the coconut one was gonna like blow my dick off, but not really. How do these beers rank? Does uh, Elvis Juice Crush uh, Daybreak or vice versa for you guys? I want to like fight and die on the hill for the Daybreak because it is a good cream ale, but mm -hmm. I just don't see a world where I could put Elvis Juice below it. Like the Elvis Juice is just an amazing, it's an amazing combination and sort of blurring the lines of like IPA and grapefruit juice. Which is one of my favorite fruits. Um, I agree. Fruit. Like, it, it, it's it's great. Like, I was kind of a little worried. Like, when I first saw this beer, I was like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I bought it. But then I was sort of thinking afterwards. I'm like, how many IPAs have we had where it said notes of grapefruit? And then it just sort of, the end product turned into IPAE and then a tropical citrusy note and then i was kind of like oh well that's probably what this is going to taste like and just like the cream ale i'm glad to be wrong i'm super glad to be wrong. yeah this is definitely i'm happy like grapefruit infused ipa hmm. awesome i will this take i will one. take my i will take my psychic skills and have them go down i like being wrong especially when it comes to beer this is really good it's refreshing it's got the perfect amount of alcohol for the taste the malts are there, but it's not overpowering. The grapefruit is there, and it is overpowering, which, like Austin said, how many times have we had grapefruit, but you barely taste the grapefruit. But I'm like, dude, if that's like so much. If I had a dollar for every time we had that, y'all wouldn't be seen because I'd be on my tropical island right now. Eating grapefruit. <laughs> eating, yeah, eating real grapefruit. Like... Like a savage, yeah. but like yeah, this is really good. Like Elvis juice is good, but even the uh, Daybreak Cream Ale was a genuine surprise, and I'm happy that we're two for two 
for this sampler right now. Honestly, to go off of Ian, I'm surprised that we're two for two with the cream ale, especially. That was a good yeah. starter. Yeah. But this Elvish juice, I think it's better still, just because even though I like coffee a lot, I just like a smooth beer sometimes, and that's what this is. It's just all through smooth, smooth and smooth. It's just like a nice, like juice, almost with how sometimes yeah grapefruit for flavor comes. What you need. Yeah, again, it's just so crisp and everything else that it's like just drinking juice with some alcohol and it. it's almost like a mixed drink, man. Definitely. What about you, Rick? Are you going uh, to throw off the mold? What are you going to do? No. Why would I do that in a million Look at that years, especially with, between these two? The contrarian, man. Sometimes you just like to live in that life. Sometimes Look, I a mean, diabolical you know, smile. For like 30% of my life, yes, but the other 70%, <laughs> I stick it true. Um, just to make a joke from earlier with the 70-30. Uh, Elvis Juice is number one in this regard, and then this the cream ale. Uh, other than what you guys mentioned, I also think it's a, if you were to take away the, like the grapefruit peel or any of the, any of the other stuff, it'd be a really good solid IPA. I'm pretty sure like, to me, it tastes more like in an American kind of IPA than like just any other regular IPA. What I mean by that is just like usually like Amarillo, uh, hops from my guess at least, and a couple others I'm pretty sure, but I haven't really got around to deciding it yet. But yeah, I just think it's all around good with the grapefruit is just added on to how good this beer is. So it's really There's, simple. It's, you know, go, go ahead. It's just really simple. And it's uh, it's infused with grapefruit at the end of the day. It has has a lot of malts. And once you notice it, then you get more down the IPA, IPA kind of territory and you realize the hops and realize that it has a really good back end. That's all. If, if there's going any to. like criticism to this beer, I feel... It's that you almost don't taste the hops as much. Like the hops feel a little muted behind the grapefruit, but it's one of those nitpicky things. And then at the end of the day, it might honestly be a better, like more drinkable beer, not being so hop forward. Um, but about Brew Dog, as I said earlier, they are out of Columbus. Um, a quick description at BrewDog. We are on a mission to make other people as passionate about great craft beer as we are. We are committed to putting the passion, the flavor, and the artisan craftsmanship behind back into people's glasses. The Elvis Juice is 6.5% alcohol by volume. Do not see an ID listed. So the description is an American IPA with a bitter edge that will push your citrus tolerance to the brink and back. Elvis juice is loaded with tart, pithy grapefruit peel. This IPA has a caramel malt base supporting a full frontal citrus overload. Grapefruit peel piled on top of intense us aroma hops waves of crashing pine orange and grapefruit round out this citrus infused ipa so that sounds more or less on the nose i mean there's more specifics there but yeah 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 it is ranked 89 on beer advocate i know we kind of like shy away from beer advocate because they're 
kind I of love trash. Beer Advocate. What do you mean? I don't think anyone loves Beer Advocate. <laughs> what do you mean? Review on Beer Advocate, which they're dude. Dude, on. you jizzed over Beer Advocate the first day we started using start, them. At the start, at the start, I used to work it into every fucking beer, and then we were like, man, yeah. they're wrong. Yeah, and now I only man. go there when I need a description for a beer. That's dude. They have a twelve. Yeah. They have a twelve pack of Elvis juice. They're all pints. They're not regular twelve ounces for twenty one bucks. Oh, that's not bad, dude. No, for a fact, you can get Elvis juice around here. And yeah, you can. Yeah. Is, but you can. That is holy crap. I might need. You could also order it online too if you guys want to. Sleeping <laughs> on this shit, man. I, I've been sleeping on it. We are. But with that, yeah, we're gonna um, take a break here on the Lizzie Liquors. We've got this is the first two beers of our Ohio sampler. We've had the Ohio. Wolf Rage Brewing Company and the Brew Dog Brewing Company so far. We've got two more Dog coming up in just a minute. And I'm excited for it. I hope you are. Drink with us. We'll be back. I am. So we're back. I don't know. <laughs> we're back to the show. What do you mean? So we're back. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, um, Bert. We've got the Ohio sampler. Basically, we've Ohio. four random breweries from the Ohio state. And um, I bought them. And we're, we're trying them out. We've had the Wolfridge Brewing Company out of Columbus. We've had the Brewdog. Brewdog Brewing Company out of Columbus. I hope this one's not of a, not out of Columbus too, um, but our next beer is called Bramble Jamble. There it goes, Bramble Jamble. It is from it's the Jenny's land. Brandy, uh, Brandle Shamble. I'll, I'll correct you on that. Bramble. Actually, Jamble. I think it That's says I, I think it says Jemis is Bramble Shamble. <laughs> Jemis. There's like the this Jenny. circle and it has a name. I think what that is says Jenny. I think it's that Jenny. says Jenny's. <laughs> Christ's sakes, Bert. I love, that says I love how Bert didn't even listen to me prior to saying that. Genesis. <laughs> Christ, Bert. All right, I'm I think sorry. I I'll be Jenny's. corrected. This is Jenny's Bramble Jamble. It is a splendid <laughs> collaboration. Collaborative, I'm sorry. A splendid collaborative fruit ale with blackberry, black currants, and vanilla. This is from mm. the Land Grant Brewing Co. Oh shit! So this is out of Columbus. Okay. So we're turning. This is turning into the Columbus. I guess what else? The only spot to get. I beer. mean, I, I'm pretty sure the next one's not. Oh wait, no, this is a Columbus sampler because the next one is from the Columbus Brewing Company. So I thought we. <laughs> this is actually a Columbus sampler. I'm sorry. Oh, Austin, no. Not just from Ohio. <laughs> Self-prophesizing. I was almost Hell yeah. Look, I just bought beers. I'm sure they're not all from Columbus, but hey, actually they are. So there we are. Well, I mean, like when you do the Northwest Indiana sampler, like like 18 streets out of Gary and Hammond, three Floyds out of Munster, Bulldogs out of Whiting, and Windmills out of what is it, Dyer? Dyer. Dyer, yeah. Dyer. Dyer. So like Right there, that's like four breweries that are like in different cities. I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll just be honest. Columbus I goes on look. for like miles and hundreds and miles. I mean, I'm not saying I mean, you are. I I'm just saying like, I think it's where all the breweries are from. I just assumed that they weren't all from Columbus, but hey, they are. As, I, I mean, I'm not saying you should. I mean, hey, like, hey. how big is Columbus like as a city? Yeah. How big oh. is it? Like, is it? 
like a Chicago size city. It is the capital of Ohio, and it's not a Chicago size city, but Chicago is like the fifth largest city in the United States. So it's it's a bad comparison, but it's a it's a decent size city. Hey, buddy, it's top three. It's number three. All right, buddy. No, I think he's right. Yeah, it's like L.A. And then Ernest New LA, York, then LA, then New York, Chicago. LA, then yeah. Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a really bad have you have you ever been city? Have you ever been to Indianapolis, Ian? Yeah. Oh. So. Like it's when I was a kid, a, a little bit bigger than it's, Indianapolis. Based it's slightly. On my it's experience. slightly bigger than Indianapolis. Oh, okay. yeah. Columbus is a little bit yeah. bigger than Indianapolis. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, that's a good good like uh, that's a good way to describe it. Because Indianapolis is one of those towns where. You roll cities. through it on the highway, cities, I guess, technically. You roll through it on the highway, and you see, like, I will say about seven large buildings. And okay. then a bunch of, like, smaller buildings around it. And then within about ten minutes, you're back in, like, cornfields. Okay. After you've driven through it. So it's not a okay. big city, but they do have, like, okay. some big buildings. I get um, you. It, it, it's especially the shopping center yeah like yeah. where they have a hotel connected to it and everything's like a spider web where you yeah, kind of go yeah. above the street like because they have like yeah they do have a lot buildings. of those downtown where there's there's the walkways that go above the street where it's there everything's a little interconnected like the restaurants and the shopping centers and all that that's the yeah they do that in, in indianapolis and it's pretty cool um oh like how they're connected like parking garages they have like a little bridge or something yeah like, there's like things. bridges above yeah. the oh streets i love those to where you can yeah. go straight from the parking lodge parking garage to you know the restaurant or you know the the um shopping center or anything like or that. a theater when i was when i was a kid i called Nap-tap's those mask of the fun a pretty fun place man you can have it you can when have I was a time in town. oh when i, I was did. a kid i used to call those little those those interpasses mask of the phantasm bridges because that's how like the movie starts and like that one dude runs like from there to the parking garage to encounter the phantasm for the first time yeah like that's that like that's like it's just so inner like ingrained in my head so it's just like i don't know what they're officially called and i don't want to ever like ask because now you they're not like walkways they're like something different like they have a. There's fancy probably a very name. specific name for them. I don't want to say a because causeway because a causeway is like a road road, but they're like, are they breezeways? Is that? I don't what know. It is? Bees I don't knees. Know. They have a fancy bro. name. Austin, you just heard what I called it. How do you think I would know the real name? <laughs> oh, but um. I mean, beer, he did kind of like, give a whole explanation, like you know. Yeah. This beer is a fruity bitch. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it. It's really light. What is that weird flavor? It's like a seasoning. Is that the black currant? I think that's the black currant. Like I, I, I've never Why did I say a, currant? I, currant. I've never had a black currant, currant, whatever you want to call it. I've never had currant. one before. I don't even know. Like, is it a berry? I don't know. Uh, but it is like a like flavor that I don't really know. But vanilla, it's like very laid back in here. Like it's I barely end, taste the vanilla. Yeah. yeah. It's there, but it's def- it's a muted flavor for sure. Very muted. Like I feel like the vanilla is just sort of the hint of sweetness. Like you, it's not even no. honestly, it's not really even even in the aftertaste. Honestly, like I, I feel like I'm picking up a lot more of the um, blackberry. Oh, it's a berry. Taste. The a black currant's a berry. 
Well, kind of. It says it's also known as a cassis, is a woody shrub in the family. I'm not going to pronounce that. Grown for its berries. So it's got berries. Fair enough. (laughs) It's a shrub with berries. Black currant. Just as soon as you think you know all the fruits, there's just a new one that just comes and punches you in the balls. Exactly. Black currant. I've heard of black currants before. I I don't know what it looks like, and I probably couldn't tell you what it tastes like, but I've heard of them. Um, well, I'm looking at like, it now, and I can tell you, it looks like an overgrown grape. Really? I yeah. just smashed a bunch of grapes over the week, man. Well, like a like a purple grape or, like a, purple or a black grape. grape. You mean yeah, a red grape? Yeah, remember. Oh, yeah. Don't no, there's, there's like purple are, grapes are, or like are black grapes, grapes. just purple grapes that are too ripe? Please don't bring the fucking great conversation back. <laughs> I kind of missed that conversation. We should do that again. Attention again. <laughs> hey, you guys remember no, that there's cotton candy grapes? Like you guys remember because about I accidentally bought grapes? red grapes with seeds, and I didn't know red. No, grapes because could I'm have not white. I'm sorry. You know that's just how it rolls sometimes. I'm not. Bro. I'm not rich enough for cotton candy grapes. I mean, cotton candy grapes oh. are. I only good, make bro. thirty thousand a year. Nothing more. Nothing less. <sighs> Wait, you make 30, Wow, look at this we, baller. We've <laughs> had fruit ales before that I feel Wait, like you are make not money, Rick? fruity. No. Like, I, I feel like the last fruit ale we had, so like, yeah, I'm a fruit ale. I have X, Y, and Z. And I remember it just tasting ale. More ale. A hint of fruit. And this is really mm. the opposite. It's like, like juice again. And black currant and vanilla really take center stage, and then the ale air quotes funkiness, which if you're a, a beer drinker, you kind of know that it's a it's a tough it, it, it's a tough flavor to describe, but it's just like a funkiness that goes along with ales. Well, water is like the is the stronger flavor, but that's not the case here. It's like it's it's more juicy and fruity, and. It still tastes like beer. There's no doubt about that. But it's definitely damn drinkable. Like, I would almost feel like this is like a fucking three percenter or a four percenter or something like that. There's no way this is a high alcohol content. I would put it at five. Put it at five? At the highest at five. Highest at five, yeah. It's a nice combination. They got... There's Bro, nothing okay? super overwhelming about it, um, but it's a nice combination. The flavors work off of each other pretty well. Um, I don't really taste the vanilla. Maybe I just taste a little bit of generic sweetness. Is that I what think the that's vanilla how it's is? Across, yeah. Okay. It's how like it a be hint sometimes. of sweetness. Like it, it's not like before in the cream ale where you could taste vanilla. I feel vanilla. like in this beer, it's coming across of just sort of a non-distinct sweetness. Because vanilla yeah. is inherently sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what's happening here. I kind of have For to agree with you, Austin, thing. where it's just you like sweetening it or you more. Agree? No, he agrees. You agree? I agree. Okay. I agree. I agree, Dad. Yeah. Dad, I agree. I'm glad you all have learned to agree with me no matter what. Yep. Thank you. I, I don't think this is better than Elvis juice, though. <clears throat> I'm not sure where to put it. I think I might I... like it more than the cream ale, but it's like hard to say now. Now it's getting a little tough. I think I put it in the middle. If you had to ask me, like, 
really like an actual like just like an actual like ranking or something. The ranking. Yeah. I don't know. I just I think the Elvis juice was such a good like. Hey, I'm a grapefruit beer that actually tastes like grapefruit. Wow. Something that I I have honestly been wanting ever since I've started drinking beer on a regular. Because so many have said, I'm a grapefruit IPA or I'm a and grapefruit you're like, this. no, you're not. Not really. Yeah. yeah. But this you're is like the not, first time bro. I've ever been like, holy shit. You actually are what you say you are. Holy shit. And like, you actually holy shit. You didn't lie to me. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't lie to me. Bert's got it right there. You're crazy. Um, this, one's, this one's. This one's good. In. It's just. I don't know. I think the blackberry's fine, but the black Koran, I'm not much of a big fan of the taste that much. Like, like how would you and describe it? And the vanilla it, is just too. It's just sweet. There's nothing like distinct about it, so it's it's okay. It's like grape. I mean, like it's water, sweet sugar water. Yeah, that's what a grape is basically anything. sugar water. The cotton candy grapes are for sure. Because black black <laughs> says black currants says it's like a raw fruit that it's rich in vitamin c and it's it can be raw but they're usually cooked in sweet or savory dishes they're made to use, they're used to make jams preserves and syrups and they're grown commercially for the juice market they also use it in that. alcoholic beverages and dyes apparently like beer yep and the cream ale again it's it's li good. liquor too so i could see this being in liquor as well I mean, I was going to see the cream ale be last, but, like, in a negative context. It's still last, but, like, I have to begrudgingly put it last, but that's Which just because I like the other two more. I mean, kind of like the last sampler, yeah. we have, like, a pretty good array of beers so far. Um, I will say from my ranking, I actually kind of want to put the fruit ale last because yeah. I think the Elvis juice is definitely the better beer uh, of the three so far um the cream ale and this fruit ale can they're 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 a little close but i feel like the cream ale is kind of more of a complete package because okay. it has the vanilla and coffee to it and then it also kind of has like an ale funkiness it's super ironed over but it is there um mm -hmm. maybe with this fruit ale it's a little in a weird way too smooth kind of in a weird way well, i can um, understand I think what you're saying right there by yeah, too smooth is I, I, all yeah. the flavors I, blend too well together i think yeah, it's and like, that's a, like a, fight. a really weird criticism to give a beer yeah where it's indistinguishable but, that's the difference it's like one yeah. flavor instead of three other yeah. than being too smooth i also think it, it's uh, the each part of it, each fruit, each each um, ingredient in here, it's you could also say it's fighting for like who wants to be on the top too as well. So yeah, that's more of the way I'm looking at it because I mean I do agree with the two smoothness, but to dive a little bit de deeper into the beer, that's I think it's like also a fight with uh, who wants to be the biggest the biggest brother out of all of them in this yeah. beer. That's the same. That's the same thing with. Um, the monster uh monster mash or monster uh ipa that we had a while back Ooh, from the yeah. brewing project yeah brewing project yeah yeah they're also yeah. out of ohio they're out of cleveland i do remember seeing them or no 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 what, no, the, no i saw the brewing no, project no not the brewing project platform 
I, I'm confusing those two. Oh, the Brewing okay. Project and Platform. Platform's out of Cleveland. I don't remember where the Brewing Project is out of. Yeah, because um, with that, with the with the Monster Mash, I'm pretty sure it's not Mash. It's probably something else. Monster Smash. It was Monster um, that something. Was a, it was like Purple it was Monster, Monster Smash. Eater or something. I don't. It was remember. that was Purple was, People Eater, and that was it was a blackberry. Like, that was a real funky lemonade. one. Yeah, and that that was like a fight for like who wants to. It be had real. basil in it or something. Yeah, basil. I think it, it did a little have bit, like a thing but it also it. it also had an IPA background, which like the hops. All the blackberry uh, and the raspberry were like all fighting to be the fucking uh, tough guy of the, the champ. Group. And then, yeah, yeah, the champ. And then, like, the dead middle, the guy that wants to be left alone was the fucking raspberry at the end of it. But I feel I feel the same way towards this kind of beer. Like, it tastes like dirty ketchup top. overall. Like, I mean, good, I wouldn't agree ketchup. with that, but wait, you're good, not dirty ketchup. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's a weird. Oh, alrighty then. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, were you finished with which your were you finished with your shit, Austin? Yeah, Austin. I mean, I was just gonna bullshit? read a little bit about Land Grant. Was all. Go ahead. Um, oh well, I got my list. So bro. yeah, go for it, bud. Oh man. So I know where I'm gonna put <gasps> this bramble jamble, man. What's I'm gonna that? put it. <laughs> I'm gonna go down and up. So number three is gonna be. I hate to put it, but it's going to be the uh, cream ale coffee style, uh, coffee cream ale with vanilla. Just because it's nice, but it's just like it, it feels a little off still to me with, with that ale taste and the coffee flavor. It doesn't like tickle my taste buds as much as like some of these other ones, which I'll go with number two, Elvis Juice. It's so good. It knows what it wants to be, just a grapefruit IPA and an emphasis on the grapefruit where it's like juice. And it accomplishes that very well. Um, so I'm going to put Bramble Jamble number one. Just really? because it's overall like, it's just like a smooth wow. like drink. Oh, wow. It is. It's just a smooth, like it's just so smooth where you just want to have it like all the time, I think. Like it's one of, the, one of those moods where it's like, I kind of want to drink, but I don't want to feel like I'm drinking. So I'm going to drink this. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, that, that, that that's a, I will say that with these three, in my eyes, the Elvis juice is number one by a fair margin, but they're still pretty close. Like they're, they, they, this is one where I feel like any three of these beers on any given night could be our number one because they're, they're actually yeah. they're, they're they're standing up really well. Um, to read a little bit about Land Grant Brewing, they're out of Columbus. Um, on their website, it says we're proud to call. The 12,000 square foot historical building at 424 West Town Street in East Franklin. I guess it's not technically Columbus, but it's pretty damn close. It's huge production floor, which once built elevators and track systems for a newspaper production facility, is home to our brand brewing facility, churning out 10,000 to 15,000 barrels of beer annually. This old factory is built in 1990, and bringing this old building up to snuff was an endeavor. Countless blood, sweat, and beers were poured into demolition and construction from a cast of amazing folks, namely Compton Construction and Construction and Mode Architects. And then it goes on for a little while, but I'm not going to keep going. 
Um, but it looks like they kind of inhabited a, like, really old building, which, that's kind of cool, because, you know, you, you like to see things be reused that way. Our third collaboration with Columbus Confectionery Stalwarts, Jenny's Splendid Pastries, is inspired by one of their late summer favorites, Rambleberry Crisp. Blackberry and Crams team up with flaked oaks and vanilla for dessert-worthy fruit-filled creaminess. It's the next best thing to a slice of pie with a big ol' scoop of vanilla. Crack open a pint, but it comes in a 12-ounce bottle, so sorry. And enjoy. And a um, pint. It says crack open a pint and a pint and enjoy. Yeah. On my can, that's what it says. Oh, typo. Pay Is for extra there print. An ABV? I don't. Yeah, it's zero. I don't see an ABV listed. That means it's zero, dude. It is zero. It is zero. I mean, with how it tastes, like, it, like what? It one? may as well be. <laughs> like for it real. may as well be with how it tastes, kind of. But yeah, I think Woo! my cat spilled, knocked over my, um, cooler so oh no god damn it my beer man um you want me to go with my list yeah go for it bud. yeah right. even though it's like literally the same as yours as predicted um to re go into austin's list which is also my list is the bramble shambles three the cream ale is number two and then the elvis juice is number one but mm. yes, uh, I already recovered why the Bramble Shamble is number three. That's not to shortcoming it as well. I, I can also see myself like drinking this uh, towards the end of the night when I'm drunk off my ass and I just want to enjoy something smooth or I had a rough day and enjoy that as I can enjoy a smooth one as well. But on to the second one, I the feel just one. like the cream. Yeah, I just feel like the cream ale has a really. Uh, Really good avenue with. Yeah. Uh, that's why I was comparing it with like the Rare Eagle and stuff like that. It's like kind of like the white stout territory. It's a, it's a yellow beer that kind of brushes against the stouts, but it's still like an ale at the end of the day, a cream ale to be exact. Um, I still enjoy like the ice coffeeness, a little bit of the vanilla and all that kind of jazz. And then number one is uh, the Brew Dogs Elvis Juice. Uh, it's phenomenal because. Even subtracting the grape, you could still taste a lot of the hops. You could uh, taste IPA backbone. Uh, and then the grapefruit just adds on to how great it is in that avenue. And it's infused with the IPA where you could separate the two bodies and stuff like that. So, yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. So our last beer, I should <laughs> say our second to last beer, because we do have a bonus beer. We're going to do it. We're going to do the fifth one, dude. It's called Creeper. It is from the Whee! Columbus Brewing Company, um, and it is an Imperial IPA. So, oh, it's extra amazing! Dinking and sinking, amazing. boys. Yeah, boys. It's a dry boy. It's is it? It's dry and IPA. That's an Imperial IPA, baby. It's got a little juiciness to it, though. Like, freshness. 
for an as far as imperial ipas go it is actually pretty drinkable yeah like Ooh. it's not it's not like eye bleeding ipa hoppy flavor um orally way pretty drinkable hop, for man. what it is very it nice. is it's it's nothing really the thing is yeah it's not going to be memorable besides it's like, not really pushing the boundaries in any yeah sort of <clears throat> like this all. is what an imperial ip imperial ipa kind of tastes like and not even just it's like a like a clean crisp one like one that isn't too what strong the... with the hops what kind yeah. of hop is this jesus it has a different flavor to it doesn't it doesn't it rick it's, it's like not it's like another hop that I've normal. never had. It has a hop that almost has like um sweetness to it. It's there's kind sweetness of, to it, but it's also like it's like, also like a sweet like resin creamy flavor. Creamy sort of something. Like a little bit of creaminess too. I will yeah. But like, it's like while it's not pushing the boundaries in any way, it does have a it does have a combination of hops that are a little different than it I reminds can think me. Of. It, it reminds me of like the uh, the IPAs or the pale ales that uh, when you take a, a cryogenic process to it. I was reading about it yesterday because I have a Pipeworks beer that's uh, cryo right now in the in the fridge, mm. but it's like uh, where it's freezed at low temperatures just for the sole sole purpose to have more flavor from the hop, like the resin flavor, like more like more of the hop uh, embellishment of it, like of the whole thing, and that's kind of what it tastes like maybe there's a lot of bunched up hops into here i could see that as well but yeah. it tastes more of like the natural like hop of this other than it being like sweet creamy kind of a little bit of a texture to it like it, going it, awesome. it's kind of like on first tasting it doesn't feel like it pushes any boundaries and I would still kind of agree with that, but it's still it it's almost like it's sort of in the margins. Like on the first tasting, it just sort of tastes like an Imperial IPA. But then like mm -hmm. when you really kind of try to think about the hopster in here, it does feel like a different combination. Um yeah. like I can I, I I honestly I I couldn't even tell you a hop that I think's in here, because there isn't it's one. It's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, there isn't one that like I can even think of that that is really. Th there's a sweetness that's really throwing me off, and in order to say a sweetness in a hop is kind of like a a polarizing thing where that that typically doesn't yeah. happen, but it is there. It's light, but it is there. So it, it's it's an interesting beer in its own right, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. It I think it might be my number four still, but it's it's still a, it's yeah. a, it's a pretty good IPA, I think. I could I could put it three, but I could yeah. see it also being four, like easily switching up with Ramble Shamble easily. And there so. is one thing to be said, like this is an Imperial IPA that is remarkably drinkable too like it, yeah. it goes down yep pretty fucking smooth pretty but it's also yeah. an imperial ipa that i'm Even, pretty sure is like i i think it's 10 percent um if it's not per 10 percent, it is fairly high um once we once we talk about our thoughts a little bit more i'll find an actual abv on it 
but it is um hmm. it's it's the, on initial viewing i or initial tasting i didn't like it as much but it's actually a very good ipa i'm enjoying it it, it can even be enjoyed for people who really don't like yellow beer to begin with as well yeah. I mean, if you, it's like at first, it's like super hop taste, but yeah. then it's like after that, it's a smooth sail down the road. Yeah. After a while, it's like a malty creaminess, maybe. Like, yeah, there's, there's malts behind it. There's for something sure. in here that is really throwing it, it, it's throwing a, a little monkey wrench in what I think of with generic IPAs. There, there's a little twist. So, I, 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 I'm appreciating that. Um, what about you, Ian and and Bert? What are you guys thinking about it? Um, dude, it's not bad. It's just fuck very... yellow beer, bro. No, I'm just kidding. It's That's just pretty good. Kind of generic, like not to fuck yellow beer standards because there's more taste to it than well, there's oh, more nuance just... to it. Yeah, it's more than just it's in this the is yeah yeah. This is more than just this is I Imperial IPA, the Imperial IPA. Like no, not in the slightest. There is. A decent hot taste to it, one that I can't tell you I think I've had or if it is. It, I mean, it feels a little West Coast-like with how, like, fresh yeah, the taste is. Yeah, a, a tad yep. bit. Like, it has, like, that taste, like, if I've had this hop before, which I kind of want to say maybe I haven't. But if, if I have, it, yeah, they're doing it in a way different. that's, like, different. hmm. Yeah. Like it's it it's done in a very unique and different way, and I really like how different it tastes. Or if it's something completely new, then hey, welcome aboard. You are yeah. a new, really good. I op. will. Choo-choo. I will tell you. I will tell you guys since I did a little cheat sheet of this. There is malts from another beer present in this beer, and malts. it gives a huge hop presence to this uh, to a lot of the hops presented in this beer. You'll have and to that's say part that of the because... reason why it's resorted to. I have their like the page pulled up and I don't see any hops listed. It's so you'll have the to, malts. It's more to tell us. It's more like when you drink a pale ale, usually the flavor whatever flavor they have in a pale ale, they have pale malts yeah. put in into this to improve the flavor throughout. Whether it be like kind of watered down flavor, or whether it be like cracker flavor, or whatever have you, so it's actually like super malty. Now that I think about it, like yeah, it the is. the malts and the hops are really playing off of each other in a sad. I just really way. enjoy the hops more more than the more than the malts in this situation. But it's yeah, yeah. it's a good around a good all around hit out the park for me. Definitely, definitely. What about what about you, Bertalicious? What do you think about the beer? Man, again, it's it's a double imperial IPA. Fuck your beer. But it's the flavors and the nuance makes it like very nice. But it's just so smooth. Like what you were saying with the other beer, that's kind of how I feel with this one. It's so smooth. Like I don't know if I really enjoy it as much as the other ones. Like it's definitely mm-hmm. interesting though. Again, the flavors and the nuance, like the. The key elements are in the nuance of the beer instead of just the overall <laughs> impact. What I will say is that the there is something to enjoy for this beer, but I think there's the least amount to enjoy from it. Like, aside yeah, from the hop fair. taste and just the actual, like, surprise that it's not just the most generic thing yeah. ever, that's yep. all it's really got. 
I feel like what is this that... beer is, it, it pulls to the IPA nerds, kind of, because the one thing yep. that I think all of us Easily. said, like, this is definitely in the nuances of the mix and hops, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, if you're mm-hmm. kind of the person that's like, IPA is an IPA, then you're gonna you're 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 probably gonna find this beer drinkable, but you're not going to really appreciate it. If you're yep. into IPAs and into hops, this beer has a lot to say, but it's definitely in the nuances. It's definitely yep. in the nuances. Sure. Um, it, it's definitely more of a measured sort of combination of hops and malts to where you kind of need to be into this kind of thing to really appreciate it. If you're yep. not as into IPAs, then you're probably just like, yeah, it's a fine IPA. It's whatever. There's gonna, and I would not, long- I wouldn't blame you if you thought of that because you kind of have to yep. be into it. Mm-hmm. As long as there's a community for this, this kind of shit, uh, this shit will always hang around. Just like, just like the same thing with people that love dark beer. There'll always be dark beer around. Always there. Dark beer. Always there, bud. It'll always, be the two opposing. It'll always be the two opposing forces. Dark <laughs> and light, dude. Dark, dark and light. <laughs> it's like evenly distributed, man. Pretty much. So, um, I'd say I'd say the IPA nerds, like the people on the light side, are a little bit more pretentious, though. And the oh, the, the IPA the nerd. Beer. The IPA yeah. guys on the dark just, you don't fuck with those guys. You yeah. don't fuck with and those the dark, guys. The dark, <laughs> the dark beer kind of folks are a little bit more humble. A little bit, actually. Yeah, because we know. You're just saying person. that because you have Ian here, bro. You're just saying yeah. that because Ian's here. I've just been say, <laughs> saying that because I, I see how it is online sometimes. No, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the, the thing about dark The beer yellow beer folks are like, they're all a thousand pounds, so like, no, we 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 let you in because we know that you're gonna be one of us eventually. Come on, they're all a thousand pounds. Jeez. No, no, I was gonna actually legitimately yeah, I'm say, joking. I could, I'm sorry, I, I could actually see. I'm sorry, I could no, actually that was see funny. that. I wish it was bad you interrupted me. I don't give a you, shit. That was you prick. I'm a fat fuck. I know you who just, I am. You just see. You just see a yellow beer meme be with like skinny white, oh, skinny white person like Kylan, and then you have a, a fucking fat ass like Ian, the, the dark beer ones. Oh <laughs> well, when you have the stouts, our our chocolate, our chocolate ice cream and vanilla crumb and cookie dough, and then you have Hell IPAs yeah. just having hoppy hops. It's like, I mean, come on, it, it works. I feel like stouts are get, like a thousand calories and and IPAs are less, but that's, you get like that's a, neither here nor there. No, they just sit hey, differently. Austin, that's all it we're is. We're still the same level of fatness. Oh, we are. No, me. I know, I know. We are, we are. I know. I'm well You get on like my a way. surgery. You get like a surgery for your heart, and then you're like, we'll be pulling up dark beer now, boys. Exactly. I mean, when we were, when we were having surgery. Sierra Nevada last week, and I was, they had the calorie content on each of those beers on their website, and I'm like, that's not okay. We had over a thousand calories in beer that night. That's not okay. But I mean, sounds hey, about right. That's just that's the motion of the ocean, man. Like that's, that's when you surge, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's tough so, working all those calories off. Do we have rankings though? 
before I do the, yeah. the descriptions. For How the about four? you? Why don't you go? Uh, the four, uh, four. The four so far. Do you have a ranking? Yeah, number four. So dead, dead last is going to be the Creeper. Okay. It's got a good taste. It's got a good nuance to it for a double Imperial IPA. But at the end of the day, that is what it tastes like. And if you're not a fan of that, you're not going to be a fan of this. Like, I yeah. like it more than most. But it's still, at the end of the day, is exactly what I expected it to taste like. I'm just happy that I was wrong a little bit. Number Fair. three is going to be the cream ale. Definitely a genuine surprise, because usually that's like the worst beer we have of the night. But if anything, I think the coffee was really pulling its weight around. And it was a really, really good um, taste that has made me want to actually give cream ales more of a legitimate chance instead of just i guess i'll have it like with a little bit of like hesitation this has shown me that cream ales are not just the worst thing that's like a half-baked idea that breweries come up with like why don't we just put cream in our beer like no this this has given me like the idea that there has been thought put into this type of beer which i haven't been able to say before so that's really good on them to uh have done in my opinion uh number two is going to be the ramble jamble ramble jamble yeah ramble jamble um it's got a nice fruit flavor there's uh some things about it that i'm just not a huge huge fan of but overall it's still really good it was really smooth had a really nice taste overall while i didn't really like the vanilla and the black Karan. The Blackberry definitely pulled some work here, and I think the fact that it was just nice and smooth really just kind of made up for it. But I can still see that there are some things I have some issue with, but honestly, I look past it because, hey, I got another one in the fridge. I'm actually excited to try it again. Can't say the same thing about, like, the Creeper or anything like that, so kind of, like, been falling into second place by default. But number one is definitely the Elvis juice. That one is probably like well and above my favorite of the night. That's a grapefruit beer that for the first time in probably my actual like beer drinking life has actual grapefruit as advertised. Like this is a grapefruit beer, like heavy on the grapefruit, heavy ish on the beer, but not as much on the grapefruit, which is usually like the opposite like 95% beer and maybe some grapefruit taste. No, this is like what we said, 70% grapefruit juice, 30% beer and stuff. That's what it tastes like. That's what it feels like. And it feels really good. Definitely getting a high recommendation for me tonight. This is definitely a really good one. Very nice. Most definitely. Most definitely. Bert, why don't you uh, do your list? Man. All right. Come on now. Number four is going to be seconds. the Creeper, just because I'd rather it not be so nuanced to, in, to where you have to enjoy the beer more than what it is. Um, yeah, anyways, um, then after that is going to be Rick and the Cream I are just fucking grinding our, greens or, uh, our, our gears right now on this IPA. You know your greens. <laughs> but, uh, Rick and I are just like, no, you just greens. don't get it. You don't get it, I man. Just don't get it, bro. in here. I just I mean, don't you get it, bro. Me when I put it last. Bro, I straight up just, just don't get it, bro. 
Just let but, uh, dark beer boys. Just be let dark, dark beer, beer be okay. dark beer boys, bro. Maybe, but, maybe uh, after maybe, that maybe is going to be the cream ale number three. Just because, again, I like coffee. It tastes a little funky to me in there, but it's still a solid beer. Overall, I might be having a sweet tooth tonight, so that's why my next list is going to be as follow. Uh, Elvis Juice is going to be number two just because it's smooth. It's like juice. The best beer we've had tonight overall, like one of the best. And then, of course, Bramble Jamble is number one just because sometimes you want a good dessert beer. It's just such a sweet tooth beer where you, <laughs> you don't even think you're drinking beer. dessert beers. You're the it only one that has ever said the word dessert beer multiple Dude. times on this show. And here That's you are. What do you yeah. do after you have dinner? You have a dessert beer, bro. I wish I actually had this instead of one of the other ones I had. But, you know, that's besides the point, I guess. Um, you want to try it out, Give me one. your creeper, boy. Thanks. Dude, I only have one. Wait, so, so what did you put number one me. then? Uh, the Bramble Jamble. Bramble Jamble. Okay. All right. That's a good list. It, what about uh, what about you, Rick? Oh, what are you saying? Jeez. Bramble Shamble is number four. I agree. Just shit on Albert's doorstep. I agree. Not, my Not only for that, bro. just to be a dick to him. Um, It's a good all-around beer. Like I said, I would enjoy it in different circumstances. All that kind of, all that kind of jazz for how smooth it is, for how much it has to offer, for all the fruits that are fighting for it. It's still a good all-around beer, even though I said I'd shit on Albert's doorstep with it since he put it in the. Bro, I think you did shit on my doorstep. I see something brown over there right now, man. Uh, number three, I'm I'm gonna (laughs) put the creeper on this. Uh, for number three, why do we have the same brain? Why is this? Just. Just because uh, I could easily, like I previously said, I could easily put the Bramble Shamble instead of the Creeper or the Creeper instead of the of the um, Bramble Shamble. Mm. Uh, I just put it solely for the nuanced taste of like the the hop concoction that was put in here. Other than like the smoothness, it has that as well. But really, the thing, the shining star into it is the concoction, which is I kind of already cheated and kind of already read that it's mosaic. Idaho 7 and Citra. I feel like Citra is like impounding the other flavors with the pale malts quite easily and it kind of has like that citrus taste. But anyways, to go on to number two, which is um, the cream ale. The cream ale has a lot to... (laughs) The cream ale has a lot to uh, offer in this regard of how I said it brushes up against the styles. It uh, I know it. A lot of people are kind of conflicting towards this kind of beer, where it kind of hits like the ale territory, the yellow beer territory, and all that kind of shit. But I, I think that's kind of where it shines because yellow beer can be dark beer too. At the end of the day, and dark beer could be, dark beer can be yellow beer territory as well with like black IPAs. We said on this episode to be more generic and more short term in this uh, description, and then number one. It's going to be Brewdog, the Elvis juice. Uh, I could say it's perfect, but even then, at the end of the day, I'll try to find malfunctions with this beer, and usually that's kind of it's kind of the nature of things. You'll, you'll, you'll find something that's malfunc- uh has a fault to it at the end of the day. And I feel, I feel like it could just offer a little bit more, but that's just my opinion. I know people feel differently about it, but the... The grape juice, 
intertwines with the IPA backbone easily. And you could interlock that. You can make grape juice itself. Tastes more like grape juice. I would agree with Austin and Ian on that regard. But still, that's how I feel about it. I'll keep it uh, short and simple. Rick and I have the same brain. That's that's been proved many times over. My uh my list is my list is the same as uh, Rick's, and the the points are all pretty similar. You. So I'll go very quickly. Number four is the Bramble Jamble. I enjoy the beer a lot, um, but it's kind of one note in a way. Um, it has the less, it has the least amount of sophistication to it to me. Um, number three is the Creeper. While I really like this IPA, um, the problem with is the problem with it is it's all in the nuances. On yep. first taste, it is just an imperial ipa but if you're into ipas and you really want to dive deep into the beer there's a lot to be said about this beer but it's very much in the nuances for yellow beer nerds only uh, yeah i kind of agree with that and that might be a first here to where we're kind of like yeah this is a beer for ipa drinkers um so that's why it's three. While I think it's a great beer, that's why it's three. Uh, number two, as Rick said earlier, is um, the the cream ale. It really has its great merits. Um, it's the best cream ale that I think we've had on the show. And I'm glad that this beer kind of came in and said, hey, not all cream ales are horrible. Um, but the number one here and I think everyone but Bert has agreed here, is the Elvis juice. It's just an amazingly drinkable IPA. I mean, I'll agree with that statement, but it's not number one for me. Exactly. And you know what? That's fine. Yeah, That's yeah. beautiful. Everyone yeah, can be you a little know, I gotta be the there. I got to be exactly. the rebel, man. I gotta, exactly. Someone's got to be the rebel. Every, yeah, someone's got to be the rebel. Exactly. Everyone can be just a little bit different. And that's the mm-hmm. beautiful thing about this show. Red coat, um, get off my lawn, you red coat. in their own way. The Elvis juice really is wrong. my number one. Um, to read a Hell little yeah. bit about the Columbus Brewing Company. Uh, the Columbus Brewing Company is an independent craft brewery dedicated to exploring the flavors of American hops. Best known for Columbus IPA and Bodie, we, are also, we also enjoy the subtleties of German style lagers, the intense characteristics of barrel aged beers and everything in between. We have designed and built our new brewery to make more beer, but also to allow us to explore new frontiers. This Creeper Imperial IPA, the description is pale malts provide a stage for a huge hop presence. Creeper is our limited release Imperial IPA featuring an ever evolving blend of American hops. And as Rick said earlier, that's Citra, Idaho 7, and Mosaic. And you know what? I think it's. You got me fooled because I feel like I've had at least a dozen IPAs that use similar hops and it doesn't taste like this. So I feel like the malts are really doing some extra work here. I, I would agree on the same thing, but I also feel like 
since they're talking about on an ever evolving blend of American hops, maybe it's always changing. I also feel like yeah. I feel like it's 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 a limited. Uh, it says here on on Untapped, it's kind of limited release every year. So I yeah, feel like they maybe always it's always it changing. So. Which, what? Which is which is very possible. Uh, it is Wait, a ten percent alcohol by volume. I did see that on the can. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, it's a very good beer. We are going to take, oh, I'm sorry. 100 IBUs as well, which is actually pretty high in the IBU scale. It's even though it says it's 10% on, uh, on 10% alcohol by volume. Yes. Yes. 10% alcohol by volume. We are going to take a break here on the lizard liquors. We are going to try all these beers again, but we also have a bonus beer from Wolfridge. They are the, uh, first beer we had tonight. Um, and that is hopefully going to be a good one because I can only speak for myself, but I think you guys will agree. This has been a good showing from Columbus, Ohio. We've had, um, four really good beers that in their own right could be a, a fairly high ranked, uh, uh, beer in the show. So I'm pretty excited. We're going to try all these beers again in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. This is Liz Liquors. Drink with us. See you in a minute. And we're back here in Liz Liquors. We have the Columbus, Ohio sampler. Basically, yeah. I went to Columbus, Ohio, and I picked four beers. Well, five, technically, with a bonus beer. From Columbus, all from different breweries, and we're, we're, we're trying them. Um, we've had the Wolfridge Brewing Company. We've had the Columbus Brewing Company. We've had the land grab brewing company and we've had grant. the brew dog i said land grab it was land grant and the brew dog brewing company all four of them have been really good um we have a bonus beer it is from wolfridge again it is called the pack ipa it's an american ipa the profile includes pine resin and tropical God Whatever damn it, Austin, you gotta stop giving me these yellow beers, you fuck lord. I had a thing to sing it. And yeah, I'm a little sad that I picked four four yellow beers this year. Well, not year, but week. Like, this I was year, looking through five. them, and I, like, wanted to get a stout. But they, unfortunately, where I was at, they just didn't have any stouts from these breweries. You failed our brother. Columbus don't believe in color. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang, I just singing. think this you're lying to us. You want to feed your ippas. This is our bonus beer. It's called Pack IPA. After this bonus beer, we're going to try all these beers again and see if our rankings change. Austin, I like, you know, I know you're a yellow beer guy because the only fucking beer you left in, in the variety pack for Surly was just three of the fucking stouts I had in there. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Every, I took every... one of each. I took one of you each, took... man. You th- you took two uh you took two of uh of the hazy IPA and then you I didn't took mean one to like it was very IPA and then so one basically of the other one. I was fucking I have- Santa Claus this week and dropping off beer for everyone since we're still doing this remote and Rick was like yeah pick some beer up from this variety pack that I got from Surly which is out of Wisconsin I think and like it was very dark so I meant Minnesota. to take one of each. No, you, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Minnesota. But I meant to take one of each, you, but apparently I took two of the hazy. Yeah, you took two of the hazy. Damn. The, st- 
the stout is a dry Irish stout. So wait, I'm no, 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 really no, 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 no. I, 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 I have that. It's right here. I drank that. I drank that before the show. That's weird because I have three of that right now. Well, then I have three of the razor over, bud. Surely fucked you over, bud. They met. They, they, they messed. They messed up your mix. I mean, they messed up your mix, bro. Me, buddy. But you know what? It didn't get messed up, man. Dry, dry Irish style stout sounds good to me. So it was decent. It, really it, was, it, it, it was decent. I, I didn't not enjoy it. I did I, but I feel like there was not a whole lot to say about it in the in the same aspect. Would, but hey, I'd maybe we can do that surly uh, variety pack on the show because uh, we did surly and those those four in that variety pack. I don't think was on the uh, was on the show that we did for surly. We can so. just do it next week. Fuck it. Furious was. Furious was. Was it? Yeah, oh, Furious okay. was. My but brain the doesn't other, work anymore. The other three weren't. The other three were not. Maybe we could. Um. So what about this pack IPA? It's uh Sierra Nevada the beer, and I like that. <laughs> the beer, Sierra Nevada the beer. No, it's a little different. It's not as malty. <laughs> and it is tropical piney, though. Yeah, it's very. very it's a lot piney. more piney too. But the tropicalness of it is just generic tropical. Like, get a Red Bull tropical, like, energy drink, and that's what kind of this is. It is. I mean, I'm almost tropical, a little glad this is something. the bonus beer because it might be the most generic beer. I, I think it, it could, is. No, I still think it's it more generic than this. Really? I like the pine taste. The pine well, is interesting. Well, to me, yeah. with the pack IPA, it like hits you like without too much nuance. Well, this is definitely more like IPA. Like, IPA. like the what what I think makes the creeper a little interesting is I don't think it finishes like uh, an imperial IPA. I think the finish is quite a bit different. Um, yeah, but this does more finish <laughs> more middle of the line APA, but the pine is a pretty strong flavor on the forefront of the tasting. Mm -hmm. And then it's sort of, yeah, even on the end a little bit too. And it, it melts together with the tropical hops that they have going on. Yeah. So being a really, really good IPA. Um, I mean, Bert did say the tropical taste is a little generic. And while that is the case, I think the pine makes up for it. And when they're melded together, it's a nice slide instead of like the, if the tropical flavors were a little more specific, I think simply as a result, it would just be worse because they would be fighting for dominance instead of like the pine sticks out Mm -hmm. and then the tropical kind of curves up and like uses it as like a crutch that whatever the pine isn't really giving you. The tropical kind of gives you a nice like combination. At least I, that's where my perspective is, because this is why I really like it. It's a fine idea. It really is. Because at the end of the day, the creeper, which is what I don't like more than this, mm-hmm. it just had like it had cool hop taste, but that's all it does is it tastes like a hop of some sort. Nothing really that like spectacular, like ooh, a beer with hop in it, like whoopy shit. Yeah, yeah. Like pine is a flavor that, aside from Sierra Nevada, I haven't seen anyone do. So whenever someone does it, I'm usually already intrigued. I think we have a two that have done it. Sierra Nevada is one. 
I really think Alaska Brewing Company did it as well. But it's definitely an I, underutilized flavor. Yeah. That for sure. And it, and that it, feels and it tastes, like it goes kind of hand in hand with IPAs. It should because it's got a nice, it's got that nice kind of aggressive, yet tasty, tasty taste. Yeah. The same yeah. thing with IPAs in general. Like sometimes they can be a little aggressive with the hop. The, but most of the time, IPAs are pretty good. It's the also, ones. It's the ones that like if you want to be set apart. What makes a traditional IPA versus a good one? This is definitely like this taste right here separates it from all the other like traditional or imperial or whatever other IPA you can think of, and say, yeah, this is really good. Honestly, this might be like maybe one of my favorites on the night. This might be hmm. my top three. Really? That also. Yeah. I mean that also gives you a reference to like I know you guys kind of generally hate hate like yellow beers that also gives you like a reference point to when you go to a bar and like makes you realize like what you prefer and like yellow I mean beers not if it's a regular ale together. man like I don't know Indiana India Indiana pale ales like I'd rather just have a lager sometimes Yeah exactly I mean it, it, there's there's a pale ales that are just all the same the same line ar- along with like uh Loggers as well, or like pilsners that just taste as great as loggers do, but usually loggers taste great as generic because you you generally prefer like that smooth out flavor. Just like think, uh, just just generally thinking about it, all the judgments in your past, like just realizing like what you prefer when it comes to yellow beer. So it's kind of it's kind of the same thing with like Ian how he prefers like the pines and how other people prefer like this hop over the other hop. So like generally at the end of the day. But I do kind of generally agree with Ian, which this beer is like tropical. It's kind of it's it's pretty much spot on with the generic tropical, which to me isn't really so much of a bad thing as long as long as you add on more flavor to that, which is equivalent to the pine aftertaste. Yeah, because so. if this tasted like how getting tiki with it should have tasted, mm-hmm. yeah, the pine would have been lost like one hundred percent. Like the yeah. pine would have been like maybe you could taste the pine and then it would just basically be like a really weird tropical beer. Yeah. I like how the pine is out there more and then okay. the resin probably picks up like and kind of maybe like mesh meshes that and the tropical flavors together. Yeah. I feel like all three of these play their part, but definitely the pine is the true backbone. The resin's the glue and like the tropical flavor is kind of like he picks up the slack. The other two don't. Like, have. You know what does punch you in the face in this beer? It's more. Hmm. It's the hops, man. Yeah. This, this is one yeah, of those, the like, probably the second punch. or first most hop forward beer we've they had. Ta- they take oh, more. For sure. Yeah. Which is weird to say when we have an Imperial IPA in the mm-hmm. lineup. Weird to say, but it's definitely Just probably kinda... the most hoppy. Yeah, I mean, this is drastically changing. Too much surprisingly. Hop. Glad to hear Drastically that, changing. What do you think about this beer, Rick? I know you're the IPA guy, along with me in my own right. So what do you mm, think about the pack IPA? It's more of like the it's more of like Albert's kind of line of things to where it's like smooth, but it still has like the gen, like the middle of the field kind of feel with this IPA. Like I said, it's like it starts off tropical, but it ends super super um a a little bit aggressive on the 
pine of things, which is appealing, appealing to someone like Ian. And I, I mean, it also appeals to me, but when it comes to yellow beer, I prefer like the whole body of things and the whole like backbone of things when it comes to yellow beer. I still put it, honestly, I'd probably put it a little bit below fucking, um, right below, uh, creeper. Yeah, four pretty much. That's how. That's where I feel. I'll put it. I mean, it's still it's still go go to all around beer, but Ian Ian does have a point where it's talk. It's a generic tropical kind of taste thing. They could have done a little bit more. They could have whipped it up a little bit more. Maybe make maybe make that section a little more uh, compound it more with a little bit of strength. So I mean, I'm generally I'm, I'm glad. About it. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I think this is pretty pretty strongly my number four um yeah i think creepers better than that but and before i go into like a full list because i still am trying all these beers i will say that just on the initial tasting i am really glad that this is one of those episodes where we have five good beers um yep yeah yeah we have five good beers which just doesn't happen all the time um so between Wolf Ridge and Columbus Brewing Company and Brewdog and what's the other one? Land Grant. Um yep. we've got we've got a good showing, which which is nice. Um because one of the most heartbreaking things that happens more often than it should, we have four beers from a brewery and we're not particularly moved by any of the beers. Mm-hmm. Um happens more than it should, but you know kind of is what it is it's the motion of the ocean to so to speak they know um, they know where that the zero mark here. is that doesn't to happen here. we've got we've got good beers all around in their own right um but yeah i'm gonna work through my my final ranking here and see if uh see if i can come up with the list ian you were saying earlier that you your list changed drastically and i i yes, would love to hear did. how it did all right so Number five is going to 100% now be the Creeper. I don't okay. know if I had that originally at number five, but definitely you had just it last. So... But now that we're throwing the pack IPA in there, it definitely shifts things. Definitely, definitely dead ass last. There's just, there's something to like about it. It's just, I'm not digging it. It's a, it's a thing for IPA people. Just not my thing. I try. I gave it the good old college try. Yeah, not my not my thing. I, I gave it. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's fine. It's just it's got hop. It's, it's okay, Ian. I won't shit it. on your doorstep. I'm gonna shit on your doorstep, Ian. I can't it. even I really agree don't. with you now, man. <laughs> honestly, it's like the creeper. I mean, we said earlier, and I'll just reiterate one more time before I I throw it back to you, Ian. This. IPA, the creeper is kind of for the IPA nerds. I I definitely Fuck, agree. Fuck, it's with you. good for the IPA nerds. It's for the IPA nerds, and if you're not <laughs> an IPA nerd, then it's just any old fucking IPA. But uh, take it away, Ian. Yeah, I I, I don't yeah. blame you for putting it last. Number four is gonna be the Bramble Jamble. I don't know. I just took a sip of it recently, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what did I like in this thing? With all these other beers. Don't I don't know. Hard so hard, Ian. Did not really enjoy it the second time it's around. Different. So maybe if I just have the other one in my fridge sometime, maybe then I might be liking it more. But right now, it's just like it's definitely not fun revisiting. 
Um, number three is going to be the Wolf Ridge Coffee Vanilla Cream Ale. This is not bad for a cream ale for something that we generally shit on and not really give a lot of credit to. This is really good. Like, super good. It is. It, it has really a, a, a lot of nice flavor to it. And, like, I still think this should be a stout because it definitely tastes like it's a really flat stout at the it end of the day. It lends a lot of flavors to stouts. I mean, sure. it can be. It's but a, if that's it's... the worst thing I can say about it is that it would taste better as a stout. That just shows how much I like this cream ale more than I like other cream ales. Yep. Number two is going to be a tough one. Let me just see one more time. You've got the Elvis juice and the... the pack. Which one is it? Is it the... The pack. The pack IPA. Pack. Holy crap, you had the pack IPA that high. Holy crap, man. So, upon reflection, uh, the Elvis juice number two. Totally wow. Okay. This is a really good grapefruit IPA. Um, definitely the best grapefruit IPA ever. Unless something else comes around and somehow beats this one, but I highly doubt that. This is the most grapefruit grapefruit IPA you'll ever have. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise, unless you yep. see them squeeze a whole grapefruit in your beer in front of your eyes. In front of your eyes. Because that is the and that is the only time you'll ever see more grapefruit in a beer than the brew dog. This is really good, really juicy, really refreshing. It's, yeah, it's this is an amazing beer and it's all right. Absolutely amazing. But this pack IPA, I don't know. This pine, this tropical blend with the resin. It's I wouldn't say perfect beer, but perfect use of all three of these flavors. It's not it, it's really rare when you have these three <laughs> generally like obscure flavors work together in a way. And at the end of the day, would I like more tropical flavor in this? Absolutely. Especially since Brewdog is so good with the grapefruit usage. I would love it if it had this level of grapefruit in this pack IPA. But at the same time, it takes away from what I like about it. And it's the pine <clears throat> is the center stage instead of just the additional supplemental flavor. I liked it in the celebration in Sierra Nevada. And we didn't give Sierra Nevada as a whole when we did the episode last week their use of pine as much credit as we should have because holy crap excuse me they do a lot of pine and it's really good and yet at the same time it's just another supplemental flavor this one it's pine but everything else Austin do you want to like, interrupt me for a second no I didn't want to interrupt you I was just I, I just wanted to build off of what you said um, Blood, yellow beers, the, I want to build off of what Ian said. I feel like I'm I'm hitting a similar note as you, Ian, where sometimes the pine just sort of grabs you. And mm -hmm. it goes back to yep. Celebration IPA from Sierra Nevada. And it goes back to the beer we had from Alaskan Brewing Company. Sometimes the pine just hits a certain kind of way. And it feels like it goes hand in hand with an IPA. 
So while the pack IPA is my number one, I definitely understand why you put it that because I think it's a super balanced IPA and the pine only makes all the other flavors a lot better. Yeah, it's a, it's it's super underutilized and for someone who personally is a little hesitant to try a pine-based beer, let me be the first to tell you, it's pretty good. Just, just it. give it a try. Really good. I have fun with it. And, like, there hasn't been a beer with pine that I'm like, I never want to have this again. They've always been kind of, like, in the back of my head, I kind of wish I could taste the pine more. But this time around, this is perfect. Definitely a surprise here, and I'm kind of happy we saved this till the end because... I don't know if I would have probably put this number one, but I definitely think with all the other really cool flavors, like at the end of the day, there's not a bad beer here. I think not it's just all. maybe like with like the back to back to back, maybe some flavors aren't jiving as well with others because Bramble Jamble is still good. I just, I don't know. It just really fell out of grace, but I think it's because the grapefruit beer is good. The pine is really good. And even the cream ale is really good. That one just excuse me, feels really weird with all the flavors that I was already kind of on the fence about. And like I said, it was number two begrudgingly, like for my first like round of like final like ranking before we did this taste test. So I can see that it was not there like genuinely. It was kind of like, well, I don't remember liking the first two. So I guess that's number two pretty much so yeah this is definitely a really cool sampling of uh um columbus, columbus but like since columbus ohio in general but definitely a good showing of wolf ridge specifically since the two beers that i have just so happens to be all from uh Wolfridge? Both from, um, yes, Wolfridge. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to spit it out and do it. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I think most of us can agree here that this has been a really great showing. Um, yeah. and you know, maybe, I mean, you know, I travel a lot to begin with, and maybe we should do this more often because the maybe last you need to stay at more craft beer did, hotels. Don't even get me started, <laughs> man. The last sampler like episode we did from Louisville was also like a raging success. So oh, yeah. maybe when we like, you know, one of us goes out of town for some stupid fucking reason, we should do this because I do think that this, uh, this showing we've had has been really good. Very good. Um, there, I, I 100 <laughs> agree with Ian. There is not a bad beer in the bunch. All five know. of them have their own merit. I do agree with Ian that the um, Ramble Jamble really feels like the worst beer here, but I really feel like that is because of just the kind of flavors we have going on. Um, when you think about it, we have strong IPA flavors in the Pack IPA and Creeper in their own right. We have overwhelming grapefruit infused IPA in the Elvis juice. And then we have the cream ale, which is its own kind of beast in one way. These are all 
fairly strong flavors and then the ramble jamble just has blackberry and black currant which i feel like are a little more muted flavors compared to the other ones so while i feel that is a great beer the ramble jamble from land grant i feel it's a great beer just in your mouth and the way it tastes it doesn't quite work with the other ones so while it's a good beer in the rankings it's it's the number five as you know rick needs to point since we have the same brain it doesn't even matter we have the same brain ramble jambles number five um i have the pike the the pack ipa number four <laughs> um it's a great beer i love it the pine is amazing it really is um but it's still num my number four just because i think the beers ahead of it have something more to say the pine is definitely the most forefront flavor in the bunch and then there's a really, really nice sort of combination of hops behind it. And it really doesn't have that much of a kick to it as far as IPA, or I'm sorry, hop flavor to it. It's a very drinkable IPA. So that's my number four. Number three is the Creeper Still. Um, this is a great IPA, the Creeper, honestly. Um, it hits a fine line between drinkability and hops and it's totally for the ipa nerds i totally agree with that if you're not into ipas you don't get it and that's okay because it's totally in the nuances um but the creeper is a great ipa it really is number two is the cream ale just because it's a cream ale that kind of turns my whole opinion on cream ales on its head. We haven't had one that's good. Everyone has said that tonight. And this one is good. The vanilla hits. The coffee hits. There's some cream mouthfeel towards the end. Everything kind of works in this beer. And I rank it so high just because I'm super glad that I've had a kind of beer that I did not like before and have found out, hey, wait, this beer can be, like, really good. So it gives me hope for other cream ales that are on the horizon for beers that we're going to do. And number one is the Elvis Juice. There's just, it, it's not the most complex beer here by a lot. It's probably the simplest beer here, but there's something about simplicity, man. You can throw 7,000 hops in a beer and I can be like, yeah, this is a complex and good IPA. But at the end of the day, do I want this complex beer or do I want something that is so easy to drink that I don't even know it's beer? which that can be can said about this Elvis bones. juice. It is 70% beer, 30% grape juice. And the grape juice feels even more at times. Um, it's an amazingly drinkable beer, and it is just fantastic. There's no other word to, there's no other word to really say about it.
That's my list. Rick or Bert? Who wants to go next? I'm going. Bert, let's Ian, go. We can't be Stout Brothers anymore, man. I break my relationship. What? I'm putting with you this again. IPA pack number five where it goddamn belongs. Damn. Because there's hey, too if much. He loves pine. it. L- let him love it. It's what it is, man. Let him love it, bro. I don't care. Don't hate, appreciate. Man. Listen. It's just got too much pine. Like it's just too much pine, man. It's hard. I had trouble finishing the can. There's just too much pine in there. Like Bruh. Deer Nevada has a good amount of pine. This has too much pine, man. It's like pine That's is not fine. a good base flavor, man. It's just too much pine. That's why it's number five. Number four is the creeper. I rather prefer nuance than like too much of one flavor. And you know, the creeper does that. And it to me, it doesn't really like stand out too much more just besides being a double IPA that is very drinkable Imperial and has IPA. a very unique nuanced flavor. Like it's like IPAs. Sometimes it really gets down to the nuance nuances of like the hops that are used. And uh, that one is definitely unique in that, right? Um, This is where it's starting to get a little tricky for me, but. I think I'm actually going to put Brewdog a little lower and put that at number three with the, the Elvis juice. It's very smooth. It's uh, almost not a beer, but it still has a little bit of that, what I like, malt qualities and everything else. But to me, I feel like you can find similar like beers that do that have done grapefruit well. Uh, so it's not that far-fetched, like not... Excuse me, too original, but not too unoriginal. <laughs> Get those hiccups in. Get them in. Get them in. Yeah, man. But uh, that's why number two is going to be, I'm going to move the cream ale up number one. Like, I'm really, like, savoring the coffee and the vanilla and the cream of the ale. You know, the cream ale, like, it has this creaminess aftertaste, which is, like, like watered-down cream. I'm trying to think how to describe it more flavorful, but it's um, it's overall, to me, it's better. Just because maybe it's because I like coffee overall, like black coffee, and this is the like coffee, coffee beans comes, and vanilla. It comes a it comes across in a way that yeah. it's a little different. It, yeah. It's and, very strong, and, and it's very yeah, it's like strong and it's very like different to me. I was a little offset at, about it at first, but like overall, I like it more than the Elvis juice. Like it's more original tasting and everything else compared to like having coffee and stouts for forever or like even like a you know like a blonde stout like it's even different and like rare eagle white white stout so number one is going to be bramble jamble still that hasn't changed because uh it's a good dessert beer it's very sweet it's got a like a nice amount of uh blackberry vanilla i feel gets lost but overall it tastes like a dessert like it just tastes like if you made like a pie or like some kind of like i want to say like filling or like juice or something like it's just overall like a very good um kind of sweet like almost a shandy but not really because it's not really doesn't have an ale taste it's just like straight um like a dessert beer man it's just like straight like uh i'd have this after dinner or something fair enough I get you. fair enough rickers you d- what's your list you're done son 
Uh, surprise, surprise, the same as yours, Austin. Oh, come on. Uh, uh, during the whole thing, same the brand. listing of same Austin's, brand. I was actually showing the beers list by list before Austin would announce them. And I slightly chuckled. I don't think anybody else slightly chuckled because it's not a surprise. No, it, it's only but, you and me, man. It's only it, it's you and me. Yeah. We know we have the same brand. It's it's the same brand when it comes to beer. You and me. Man. Yeah. From the same aether. Um to reiterate that list, uh number five is Bram Bram Bramble Shamble from LeGrant Brewing Co. It's not bad. I mean, to agree with Ian and Austin, none of these beers are bad. They're as, in my opinion, they're as far away from zero as compared to other breweries. Because other other breweries fall between that zero line. But anyways, I feel the, the way this beer falls is from being a little bit too smooth, but having... Not having like that important factor of where it separates it from it from the others. I mean, that's not the shit on having all these different flavors or anything of that. Because I understand why Albert put it as high as he did, or as anybody would put it as high as they did. But yeah, you. That's to go on number four, which is the pack IPA, uh, the trap, uh, the tropical. And the pineness, I would agree with. It's got a tropical body width with a really aggressive pine side, like I've said before. Um, that's it's it's as it's as good as it gets, kind of. Uh, number three, I put Creeper over this because I'm a beer nerd at heart. I'm more of like a an IPA nerd at heart, yellow beer nerd, whatever have you. The I'd be the person in the group that'd be all re re when it comes to yellow beers. Mm-hmm. When you have like a person like Ian, which is like, oh, this is just generic IPA. I'd be that person where it's like, re, it ain't that. It's there's mosaic, there's fucking Idaho seven, there's fucking there's fucking Amarillo hops, there's all this shit. What you mean? You don't. This is a generic <laughs> IPA. Yeah, this is a pure example where Ian would tilt me. But anyways, uh, to put on number two, it's the Daybreak Ale, the Cream Ale to be example uh, to be a good example. Like I've said before, it's the best Cream Ale I've had yet, and that's a compliment to the brewery. It's a compliment to all Cream Ales out there to jot it down in your notes to take this as a reference sheet. Whatever, whatever may have, uh, to put this down. I mean, a lot of us put this on a high on the high end of our list. So, except for maybe Albert, but still, it's still a really good cream ale. It goes Dude, between that territory of a yellow two, beer, bro. I'm just giving you shit, Albert. You know what? It's Fuck a you, yellow Rick. beer that that kind of bothers the stout territory a little bit. That nudges it, and it's like, hey. Fuck you, buddy. I'm a yellow beer, and I can be a dark beer at the same time. Bruh. But anyways, uh, number one is Elvis Juice. It's agreed mm. upon a majority of us that Elvis Juice is the best. I mean, it's a good for a good reason. I mean, in my own opinion, like I've said, even if the grapefruit wasn't a part of it, it'd be a good IPA. 
But that's just me simping for yellow beer at the end of the day. But green uh, grapefruit just makes it all the better. So that's pretty much where I stand. Boys. Totally agree. Let's start with outros. Yeah, totally agree, uh, Rick. I mean, I said at least three times we have the fucking same brain. That's just how it works. I mean, it's. I it's, mean, there's 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 beers out there that differ our opinions. There are sometimes, there, but there, I would say there I bring the, some up. the vast majority of times we have the same damn brain when it comes to beer. Hey, like, Austin. When our lists are the same time, I it's our when our lists are the same. I would say is the is the majority. And it's the minority hey, when we don't have the same list. Hey, What's Austin, that? how do you feel What's about that? the Hunter from 18th Street? Okay, well, I will die on this hill. The Hunter is a beer that doesn't know what it wants to taste like. So 18th Street just throws every taste into just, there. I will, I will just die on that, that hill. I don't care. Are you just saying that for Ian? Or are you just saying that for the beer overall? It's 60-40. I mean, it's 64. <laughs> my dog is drinking beer off the floor right now because my cat fucking... God damn it. My cat fucking spilled the beer all over, so my, my dog is drinking the beer off the floor. So I, I, I just had to knock him off there. Um, So let's uh let's start uh let's start some outros. Hey, Ian Hand, where do I find you yes. on the internet? You can currently find me only on Facebook because, I don't know, why not? Why not? Um, that's the that's the thing that everyone has, right? Whether they want uh, to or not, they have Facebook. Yeah, right? I really don't want to. Wait, I, I never say to thing. find me there though. I'm like, you gotta find me. Um, yeah, but you have a Facebook. We all know it. You have one, and you post on there pretty regularly. Not. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, he does the cross post from Instagram. That's what he does. So. Whatever. Oh, um, you can also find me on Tyrant King Hand on YouTube. One day that's gonna that's gonna be a channel that's gonna have stuff on it. It's been really rough. This is the first time in a while I'm gonna have a couple days off. You working, but... bud? You working, yeah. bud? Your... It sucks. Wait, Take your time wait. In. How much meat? You work you all day. You get home. You want to go to sleep. Yeah. That's yeah, 100% accurate. I get that. I get that. But That's eventually, healthy. I'm going to try to say, at least at the end of this year, we're going to try to at least launch the channel and see how things go. And uh, hopefully you get to hear my trash opinion, because apparently I have trash opinions about things <laughs> that are popular. Uh, uh, you Ian, go. you don't have trash opinions. What do you mean? Well, Ian does, because I mean, first of all, he put the IPA pack number one. That's already one trash <laughs> opinion that I can leave. No, 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 no. His, his number one trash opinion is that Captain Marvel is the worst movie that Marvel has ever made. Oh, so, God, I mean, here we go. That's number one trash opinion. And then he tries to say that Endgame isn't bad. So there's number two trash opinion. So he has a lot of trash opinions. I mean, but... I can support the Captain Marvel opinion because that movie was kind of trash. Oh man, I'm dying on a hill on this one. Right, fair <laughs> I mean, it was okay. Like, don't like I don't think it was that bad where it they could be called flurry, trash. Man. They have a cat that turns into a fucking horrible being that everyone is scared of. I mean, come on now. The Come thing on. is, though, like that movie, it's like it's almost typical. It's like Guardians no, will, of the Galaxy will, like, Part Two. Or something. Oh, they hit a formula on Captain Marvel. Yeah, they, they definitely did. hit a formula. We're like, we're gonna have this much serious shit. We're gonna have this much stupid like '90s shit, 
and it's just, like we're we're gonna hit this formula and you're gonna love it they yeah. absolutely you just gotta on captain marvel you just gotta captain stop marvel, simping for the captain marvel altogether austin i'm sorry yeah, like, you I just gotta stop. i will die in a hill captain on. marvel is not that bad i will die on that hill i no, don't care she's she's attractive the thing is though the thing is though hey 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 wait 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 i got the ultimate thing to end this argument the thing is you say captain marvel is horrible but tell oh, me the God. plot of Thor Dark World right now, Rick. Tell me the plot. <laughs> tell me the there plot right the there. Plot. Exactly. 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 Dark World is the worst movie that the whole Marvel franchise has ever made. That's a 100%. low blow. That's not okay. There's nothing good about Dark World. That's a low blow. And we all know that. the reason why Rick would say it's a good movie is because he's simping for Cat <laughs> Oh, Denny's. here we go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There, there we go. go. There, I called it right now. <laughs> all right. So here's the thing. Captain Marvel is not a bad movie, but we have to pretend it's not a good movie either. I'm not Honestly, pretending it's a good fair. movie, though. Honestly, that's fair. It's not I, bad, I've but had, there's I've not taken... a whole lot that's good about it. Rick, where do we find you? Mm. On the internet. And all that Rick shit. Burns, uh, everywhere, Twitter, Twitch, uh, whatever have you. On Discord, I'm Recycle Forty One Thirty Seven or some shit like there that. Yeah. If you guys need to DM me, you guys can. I'm also part of this band called Moon Breath on Bandcamp. I simp for them, whatever have you. Um, we have stuff on Bandcamp. We have stuff on YouTube. Whatever have you. Uh, it's all on there. You can s generally search Moonbreath. I've done it at least a dozen times, and it pops up to our music, whether it be Geometer, Sacred Terra, or you even mean the full EP. Right? Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to pay us, you can on Bandcamp. If you believe in the platform of. Whether it's to support artists or yeah, not. Yeah, man, just give me your shekels, man. Just give me give your shit. money, bro. And you know yeah, what we'll uh, do? We'll money, spend bro. it. We'll spend it on on you know nothing, man, because we just I'm we're recording just keep shit, it, right? Yeah, basically, we're just gonna <laughs> feed it back into the bears. We're like, hey, <laughs> I'm gonna be in. like, hey guys, hey, I think we need hey. a new microphone. <laughs> your your purchase of my EP funded my new guitar pedal bro there you go for more Factual. bullshit music Factual. you know if you want more bullshit music just go for it Factual. uh you could dm me on rick burns on twitch i'm on there uh if you're interested in one to what and what i listen to you can look at me rick burns on Bandcamp. it's with two s's not one s that's for pussies uh generally i have a wish list on there it's yeah it's usually recommended of what Austin, Ian, Albert, friends of mine usually talk about. I usually put my recommendations on there. So you I listen, listen to, to exclusively Nickelback of 2001? Of course. All right, no good. matter if it's insulted or not. Very nice. Uh, but generally, yeah. This is how you remind you me could, of who I who really, really am. <laughs> You could never make me. I'll generally always be on because I'm always doing something. Rudiments with my uh with my drumsticks, whatever have you. So Yeah. Never made uh, it as a poor man be. Exactly. 
Damn. You well, yeah, that's my uh, outro. At this point. Oh, shit. <laughs> Onward to Albert or Austin. Barry, oh, where do you find you, on? bud? King of Gloom, Jester of Doom. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Instagram, probably, Valentine Villa. You know, right? if you find me on Snapchat, I'm probably already in your DMs, though, because I've been sending memes to all my buds uh, and non-buds. Yeah, for sure. You're all going to just... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I'm in a little band called Moon Breath. I basically just, you know, whatever void needs to be filled, I do it. But I prefer being on the guitar and just, like, pretending I can sing and just being a monster and growling all the time, you know? Whatever yeah. happened to bass, man? Oh, what? <laughs> That's me now. For the That's audience, a void. Bert used to be a bass player, but now he's like, "Oh, I should be a guitar player because I need more. I need oh. more attention. I need more <laughs> attention, not less." Bert's just the third guitar player. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. That's that's how it is on astronaut. Oh, astronauts dead. Come on now. Why you gotta say that? <laughs> Why you gotta put that on the recording, Austin? They're not dead. They're not dead, but they're not dead. Um there's a few mark. members that are The Moon Breath, it. though. Moon Breath on Bandcamp, right? Yeah. And YouTube. Yeah. And YouTube. Oh, don't yeah. don't forget about the other YouTube, man. As much. What's the name of the EP, huh? Which one? Exaltations. I mean, yeah, the, we're your, busy. your latest one. Yeah, exaltations? yeah, exaltations. I guess there that that go. slip up will give you a hint that we're busy recording right now. When will this Very project good. see the day of light or the night of darkness? We'll never know. Who knows? You never know. You you can't predict these kind of things. I mean, it could but be canceled like all the musical festivals like this year were. Exaltations yeah. on yeah. Bandcamp from the movie or YouTube Band. too, but we prefer Bandcamp. You know? Yeah, because Bandcamp yep. gives you money, right? No, that depends if you actually buy it or in not. A way. You know, uh, in a way. I mean, yeah. In a way. You could listen to it at least like four times full through before like buying it. All right. Bef- so check out The Moon Breath on Bandcamp. They have a EP called Exaltations and they're recording another one because they are industrial they are industrious fucks. That is that is one way to put it. You can check out the Lizard Lickers on lizardlickers.com. We own the domain because we're badasses. It's hey. the home of the podcast. It's also the home of our beer reviews. I'll be honest, they have been updated recently because, you know, there's a lot of shit to go on. There's a lot of shit to go around here, but we update them as we can. You can always check out Lizard Liquors. Lizard, I'm sorry, Lizard underscore Liquors on Instagram. You got pictures up there. You got beer reviews on there. Lots of good stuff, but the the main feed is Lizard Liquors on Spotify, Apple yep. Podcasts, yep. Google Podcasts, all that thing. That is the main feed. That's the that's the best way to find us. Um, I am. I'm going to make the announcement here. We don't release on Mondays anymore. We release on Fridays. It works for our recording setup and everything. So. <laughs> Check out your laser liquors on Fridays. Um, Yay! Exactly, exactly. So check that out. Lizard Liquors on Spotify, iTunes, all of those good things. Um, yep. On this episode, we had the Columbus 
sampler. And I'll say that the beers are pretty lit, and that's a really good thing. Um, it's it's it, it's Brothers. a good thing when we have a good sampling of beers and that we're all pretty happy with those beers. Um, it doesn't happen as much as it should, but I'm glad that happened tonight. So check that out. We will be at you next week with more beer. Maybe from Columbus, maybe from somewhere else, but we'll figure out that. We'll figure it out then. This is Liz Liquors. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Goodbye.